Welcome to another episode of Fujoshi Trash Talk, where the title of the podcast tells you pretty much everything you need to know about us. My name is Stacy. I'm known on the internet as Sailor Spaz. I have my usual co-hosts with me today. There's Tara. Hello. And Jen. Woohoo, hello. And so we're going to talk about what will be at the time of this recording, actually something timely for once. So a bit of an introduction um, with other things we've reviewed before. We know that BL titles can sometimes be very generic. Stuff like fake, gravitation given, it doesn't really tell you what it's about. On the other hand, they can also be entirely unsubtle, such as these actual example titles as Love Me With Your Butt, Mr. Pex, If We're Gonna Do It, Use The Daddy Hole, or A Gay Video and A Huge Awakening, Seven Days Drenched in Man Juice. And the title that we're talking about today is actually the former in Japanese, but the latter type in English. The Japanese title is Hachinin no Senshi, or The Eight Warriors. The English title is Dick Fight Island. They decided to make a creative choice, clearly, to perhaps garner the series more attention than it would have otherwise gotten with its more generic title? I'm not sure. Or to prevent 12-year-old boys from reading the series. Mmm, would it though? I think in some ways that might attract more 12-year-olds. Like, oh my god, that sounds hilarious, I want to read it. But it works so well. I mean, Dick Fight Island just jumped out at everybody and they are like, wait, what is this? Especially the cover is just like, huh, that is, that is indeed a weaponized dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, uh, it garnered so much attention that it actually quickly rose to number one in the romance manga genre on Kindle the week it was released. And actually, it's currently, as the time of this recording in late May, is the number one action-adventure manga. Really? It's ahead of volumes of One Punch Man, My Hero Academia, and Demon Slayer. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> so, yes, it does seem that the title change choice did garner a lot of attention, and it may have contributed to a lot of its uh, higher sales than one might have normally expected for a BL title. I think I think they do. They did miss out the opportunity to call it Cockfight Island, though. But I can see why. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they might have thought that was too explicit. I mean, it still has dick in the title, but maybe cock was one step too far. But that's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. One more thing about the title is that there's more than one island. But I guess they are only fighting on one island. Yeah. So the plot of the series is that eight clans from different islands that are all, I guess, kind of loosely connected uh, by their central government. Every four years, they come together to have a tournament to decide which of the eight clans will have the king that will rule over them for that period of time. So yeah, every four years, just like a presidential election, but maybe there's fewer dicks slung around here than there are during uh, actual US presidential elections. <laughs> erections. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to think about the presidential erections. <laughs> Thank goodness the characters in this manga are a lot hotter. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> it kind of comes up right away where it's like, so you get your character introductions that they do briefly, but it's like, instead of like showing the face of the characters, it's like, we're focusing on the lower half. <laughs> so you're just looking at their chests. And their weapons. Yeah, you're, you're introducing them by their weapons, which their dick armor is what it is. I mean, they're, they have very elaborate dick armor to protect them during the tournament. The winner of the tournament actually 
gets the right to choose the king for the next four years. Yes. They can choose themselves, but they can choose the leader of their clan. Yeah. But it's an honor to be chosen. Mm-hmm. And people uh, work hard with those four years long, to be deserving of the honor. Long and hard. <laughs> and tight. <laughs> with lots of training. Lots and lots of training, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, the tournament itself is that they... It's based the winner of each round is the one that makes the other one come first. Who comes last comes first in this case? So the first the first one to come is is the loser. So the whole point of the tournament is to break open their dick armor and yeah. stimulate them to the point where they ejaculate in front of all of the clans. Yes, in front of the live studio audience who's very very into this. <laughs> because nothing says macho <laughs> like inserting your dominance over another male. Yeah. As you get him off in an arena. <laughs> okay, so we actually have to start at the beginning. So yeah. we'll start with what we consider the quote-unquote main character, Hart. He has been living in the foreign lands. Yes. Uh, I believe England. Yes, the dirty, dirty foreign lands. <laughs> and he came home for the tournament as he was chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so he... the first thing they have to comment is the fact that his butt is covered up. Yes. Shockingly. Because in this island... Your virility is shown by how tight and firm your butt is. Mm -hmm. And you must show it off to everyone, because that proves you're a man. Yes, it is a great honor to be able to show your butt to everybody. <laughs> how else would you show off your manliness, if not by putting your tight, shapely ass on display? <laughs> yes, that is an actual <laughs> is one of the lines from the book. <laughs> That's a quote that I also wrote down, because there are some pretty good quotes in here. <laughs> I, I honestly have to give it to the uh, translator. Yeah. Because they did a really good job, and I actually had to get... They did, yeah. I I laughed so much. Yes, I pictured Wesley trying to translate this. <laughs> yeah. And it made me uh, giggle uh, uh, hysterically. I know, right? This seems like something Wesley would enjoy doing. <laughs> He'd do such a good job, though. <laughs> yeah, there are some great lines in here, such as the one that Jen mentioned. Yeah, but going back, the story, I guess, where we start, he trained in England and then came back for the tournament... And then you know, he's one of the chosen, so he comes back, and he's... This time in the tournament, they decided they were doing, like, a written test before as well to make sure, you know, because you're going to be a king, you're going to be in the government, you got to make sure that you're not, you know, a dumbass. <laughs> Pun intended. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot more foreign interference right now due to these islands becoming more well-known. Yeah. For a long time, they were hidden or not known in the public eye. Yeah. So now you have to interact with the outsiders. Mm -hmm. So they do a test to make sure that you could hold off foreign power. Yeah. And so, oh yeah, I forgot to mention that the uh, previous tournament was the two guys who were the finalists, instead of fighting each other, they're like, no, we want to be husband kings together. <laughs> so yes, one of the husband kings says, well, Hart, you failed the test. And it's like, what do you mean I failed? It's like, I wrote it in the, the foreigner's tongue to show how well I know the language. They're like, yeah, but nobody else knows that language. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's like, but but I learned the secret technique when I was overseas. And that gets them intrigued. So they're like, okay, well, so you and the other guy who failed, you two can fight each other for the right to participate in the tournament. And so then we get our first matchup, which is Hart versus Fa Ling who fights with a vibrating dick whip, it seems to me. <laughs> um, I would like to point out, up until this point in the manga, you don't know what they're actually yeah. fighting. You don't know they're, if they're sword fighting, with quotations. Yes. Or what the actual outcome yeah, is. Yeah, they haven't, at this point, they haven't explained the rules of, yeah, whoever 
comes first as a loser. So you just kind of go into this. They're, you know, have their dick armor out and ready. And then, yeah, the little vibrating dick whip wraps around the main guy's thing. And he's like, oh no, the vibrations, oh! <laughs> yeah, so then through that first fight is where we kind of find out what the premise is. So he... Because he trained overseas and his roommate taught him what the men, you know, men's greatest weakness is, which is the prostate gland. <laughs> I laughed so hard. Yes, and you get a nice shot there of him uh, slapping his ass as he explains this after the fight. But yes, during the fight, he fingers the other guy until he comes and then they're like, what? How did he get him off without even uh, taking off his dick armor? Wow. Everyone's amazed by these crazy foreign techniques. <laughs> Because this is a sport. It's a sports manga. It is, yeah. I have to mention eight islands and nobody could find the G-spot. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Well, they comment on that. Yeah. At the at the end, the very, one of the yeah. leaders is like, oh, well, I mean, the prostate is kind of not that... It sh it's not a secret. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe we've been like raising our warriors in isolation a little too much yeah <laughs> so, oh no <laughs> like some yeah some of them know like they say that the healer clan knows about the chakra point inside the ass so there are some who know about this but <laughs> but a lot of people are shocked and amazed when he pulls this move out during the tournament <laughs> he just whips it out in front of everyone yes <laughs> that is kind of the point here <laughs> for all of them actually mm -hmm. so that's the first matchup then the second matchup they have as Pisao versus Judah, and they kind of, like, as they go into each match, they'll give, like, you know, like a one-page explanation of each different clan's culture. What's the special thing about them? So, I mean, you get a little bit of background, but, I mean, most of the action is focused on, <laughs> on the dicks and all, <laughs> as it should be. <laughs> so, these fights actually end up being pairings. Whoever yeah. this author is, they looked at them and said, I want to pair that couple, I want to pair mm -hmm. that couple. Yeah. So, um... They do end up getting rid of the youngest one at the beginning of the fight. He's not allowed to continue the tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't get paired up with anybody. because <laughs> He's too young. <laughs> he's old enough to bear his ass, at least. But that's... <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> but his society is matriarchal, so there's not that many men. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was pretty much the only one they could send. Yeah, so the second match is two guys. There's Pisao and Judah, who apparently have quote-unquote, train together a lot, so they've kind of developed some feelings for each other. <laughs> and in fact, one of the guys, Judah, wants to win so that uh, the other guy's family will allow them to live together, which is basically like getting married. Ah! It's actually really, really sweet. Yeah. Okay, I have to throw it in now that all, the, all of the relationships are really, really cute, even though the subject matter is very raunchy strangely yeah. enough the relationships themselves are very wholesome yeah. you know we've talked about how there's a lot of psychological and physical abuse in a lot of the bl especially mm -hmm. the older stuff this is very much wholesome pairings with a lot of ejaculation and dick play <laughs> <laughs> so but the wholesome. couples themselves are their free will they yeah. match each other there's not really a difference in power dynamics for mm -hmm. each set of couples yeah, I think this couple especially was pretty cute just because they were... Like, they had their first kiss during the battle. <laughs> like, With each other. Like, wait, wait, that was my first kiss. Like, well, that was mine too. <laughs> but yeah, it was, the first kiss was used as a distraction to stri strip one guy of his armor, but still cute. <laughs> so cute. We're not going to tell you who wins which battle. We're yeah. just going to kind of... Go through what, yeah, what the pairings were, but... <laughs> if you want to see who won which first battle, you know what? You can... uh 
Yeah, sorry we spoiled the first one, but you know that the main guy is not going to lose to the other guy. <laughs> I think that was pretty obvious. Although, uh, there is a plot twist at the end, and we will give mm-hmm. you a spoiler warning before we do that, because that's a part of the manga. Yeah. But that's about, the, I think, the only one we can spoil the rest of them. So this yeah. first couple, the fight ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because one of the guys went to Hart after seeing his battle with the other guy, and was like, oh, you got to teach me your secret technique. And then so, like... During the battle, he's thinking about, okay, I want to use this technique on on this guy. But like, oh, but can I really do that? Oh my god! And oh my god! And like, it's not really to his benefit <laughs> to want to use it because he is so turned on by his partner. <laughs> but but he's very eager to try out the technique and gets a little too carried away. Yeah, that, much to the shock of the audience. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> but after that battle, come to find out, uh, he finds out that the brothers lied and that. Well, yeah. I mean, he's like, my brothers don't decide who I get to live with. I'm a free person to do what I want. So now, where are we going to go live together? Okay, your eye under mine. (laughs) And let's fuck. (laughs) It's raunchy, but it's also sweet. (laughs) And I do like there's not a power dynamic. There's nobody who's in charge or not. They're all warriors. They're all held at the same level equal. Mm-hmm. And and lesbian and gay relationships are very normalized in their society. Oh yeah, which was kind of sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone's uh, okay to be gay. The matriarchal clan, um, actually, they don't have a lot of boys who are born, so they actually tend to have a lot of lesbian couples, including the queen herself, who was her partner is a woman. Yeah. So the third matchup that we see is. Hot Daddy Lolo versus Blanc. <laughs> Is it obvious that I'm I, okay. attra- I'm attracted to a certain character? I was most? about to say, I I think this, I, I guessed beforehand that this was Stacy's fight. He's <laughs> an asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm guessing this was your favorite oh, couple. Oh, this yeah, this was pretty good. <laughs> okay, so this fight... This was the hottest... Okay, I'd say this is the hottest fight, I would say. <laughs> it's so my favorite one. <laughs> Blanc is uh, very beautiful, but considered to be very cold and... Mm-hmm. And uh, very much, uh, I guess it would be tsundere? Mm, I don't know if anyone's really tsundere in this. I think just more like the ice, yeah, the, yeah. the ice queen type personality, but the ice king, I guess, in, yeah. this, in this case. And Lolo's very much, he lost before, so this is his redemption chance. Yeah. He's very strong. Mm-hmm. Kind of a jerk, which means Stacey likes him. <sighs> What? <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, Am I that transparent? <laughs> you have a tie. Yes, yes, you are. <laughs> uh, We're like, is he kind of a jerk? Yeah, that's Stacy's. Yeah, and he's the most. Oh, I don't know these phrases. The most hung man in the clan, or something. Okay, so I gotta, I gotta object in this thing where they were measuring his armor, and they were like, <laughs> it doesn't fit. Did your girth increase? Like, I know it's been a long time since I took biology. <laughs> He could be swelling at that moment or something. I don't know. I I mean, BL artists are not well known for their background in biology. So Uh I guess take it with a pinch of salt. (laughs) I mean, at least in this, they did talk a bit about needing to lube up before you use the secret technique. At least there was some little bit of realism there. (laughs) Whereas a lot of times I might just ignore that entirely. (laughs) And I have to say that it was hilarious that one guy made the connection between using your fingers to loosen up and you're like, I might be able to fit a dick in there. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes. (laughs) You're learning. (laughs) Because remember, this is a manly sport. Yes. That's been going on for centuries. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And no one figured that out. Or at least it was never made known. <laughs> yeah, it never publicly acknowledged this technique slash the chakra in the butt <laughs> slash whatever they want to come up with. <laughs> so, so with, with Stacy's favorite fight between uh-huh. Blanc and Lolo, both of these characters have long hair. Blanc has very long white hair and Lolo has very long black hair. And while Hart, the main character, is, is observing, he's, he makes the best comment ever. Yep. It's a battle of the long-haired nipple teasers. Also in my notes. <laughs> I died when I read that comment. It's so good. And that's where that's where Wesley, because I picture Wesley trying to and going to you, Jenna, going, how does this sound? <laughs> uh, yeah. Another line from that battle was Chief Lolo's manhood is a huge python, but his opponent has to be just as big of a python to swallow him. Yeah, well, swallowing. <laughs> Yeah. That was such a funny scene. <laughs> and there was also ball sucking and a foot job in this fight. It really had everything. It really does. I was very impressed with how flexible yeah. he was. Oh yeah, very flexible. And then like by the end of the battle, it started raining. So then they were all drenched by the end, <laughs> which apparently on a tropical island, the audience can't handle and they like all left before the battle ended. <laughs> like, if you live in this area, you think you'd be used to these afternoon squalls that are apparently a regular thing. But some of the audience members are delicate people who can't stay out in the rain. So that fight ended. At this point, this couple seemed to be not necessarily a couple. They just yeah. had a fight and they went their own ways. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the next battle. Vampire versus Sikulinaga. I don't know how to pronounce it precisely. Apparently these are based on Indonesian names, though the spellings don't actually always accurately reflect them, but I wouldn't know how to pronounce them anyway. So, so this vampire is part of the clan that can do like shamanic stuff so he like gets possessed during the fight and also releases a horny mist which there is a a moment where you're watching Blanc and Lola are in the audience and then Blanc's kind of looking at Lola like I want to use it on him (laughs) and there's also a baby dragon that pops out during the fight like oh okay Uh, yeah where did that come from that was really random because he's part of the dragon clan but and they used the dragons to fight but the dragons were consuming everything so they made a piece and this is why they decided to do this tournament. Yeah. So then the dragons, without being used for war, reverted back to pets and they made them smaller. Yes. Yeah, but why does this pet dragon pop up in the middle of this fight? It's so As random. a distraction. <laughs> Don't you carry your pet baby dragons everywhere? Where was he carrying it, though? He had dick <laughs> armor. To... I'm just saying. <laughs> was he using the baby dragon on his secret spot? <laughs> Or maybe the baby uh, dragon was just quite comfortably because remember they're kept in there with cushion. Maybe there's a dragon spot in the cushion. Was it inside the dick? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and look because I yeah. When the dragon came out, I'm like I don't know where the dragon came from. But now it's just I don't think they showed you where the dragon came from. The dragon just appeared. Yeah, <laughs> it was a distraction. Yes, it was illusions. And then it's like, okay, go away, cute baby dragon. This was like one page of the fight, and now it's just gone. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Did the, that was so rad. <laughs> just feel like drawing. I want to draw a cute little mascot character, okay? It's like, if that's it, then fine. You're, you're welcome to do that. <laughs> but it did feel very random. <laughs> so yeah, so that ends the first uh, round of the tournament. And then after that point, you get the island gets a special visitor in the form of Hart's roommate, Matthew, who's come from England to 
see what his boyfriend slash roommate is up to at this tournament that he helped him quote unquote train for so hard. Technically, <laughs> he's not a boyfriend because they well, cannot have boyfriends yeah, in the tournament. He's not allowed he's his to. But trainer. Yes, yes. They're but if you're my trainer, partners. you can do whatever you want with my. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That was. There was a, flash, a flashback to how they met where, you know, Hart's walking around in his skimpy outfits because that's what they wore where he was from. But, you know, in England, it might turn a few heads. <laughs> it might harden some heads. <laughs> As was happening to his roommate. This line was also fantastic. It's just every day since you came here, your marvelous ass has been on my face. Wiggling, jiggling, I can't help but see it. How could it be so perfectly toned, so beautifully shaped? It's amazing. It's incredibly sexy. Yep. And that's why he can't resist becoming Hart's training partner, because that's the only way he'll let him put it in. It worked. Yeah. <laughs> it made him very resilient to anybody else's advances. Yeah, there's a part, I guess, when the second round of the tournament starts where he's like, I'm not really getting hard from being touched from anyone but him now. So fucking cute. When you see Matthew arrive and he's kind of thinking about, you know, the things that Hart told him about this and he's like, I can't sit still while you get in some groping contest with another man. <laughs> and then... What Hart's response to that was, yes, the Great Worm Tournament is a contest to see who can make the other ejaculate first, but it's not what you think! <laughs> <laughs> and then as he's watch as Matthew's there watching some of the second round matchups, he's like, uh, yeah, this actually isn't what I thought it would be at all. <laughs> and he's like sitting in the audience, like watching, like, ah, am I the only one getting turned on? Everyone else seems like they're just, you know, they're just cheering it on, but I'm like, <laughs> That's honestly a very Japanese mentality, isn't it? How it's not, it doesn't count as cheating if there's no feeling behind it. Yeah, it's fine. I'm just jerking these guys off because it's my job. It's not like I want to or anything. Yeah. It's not like I like it. Yeah, not that I'm enjoying this at all. So we see a lot of the second round tournaments. I guess do we want to get to the twist of the final round? Spoilers! Ding, 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 ding. It's, uh, so it's main guy Hart versus sexy Lolo <laughs> are the final two in the tournament. Sexy well hung. Oh yeah, the best hung man in the clan. <laughs> so yeah, so they're the final two, but Lolo is still butthurt over losing the last tournament <laughs> from four years ago. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he's like, no, I want to fight against the current king because he's also has feelings for the... One of the co-kings, and he wants to fight the other one, too, for the honor and whatever. So yes, it turns into a, from a fight, like, so the main guy gets kicked out of the last fight, and then it becomes a fight between one of the current kings and then Lolo. So that's the twist at the end. Which is totally cheating. It's fine. <laughs> because at that point, Hart had realized that he didn't want anyone else yeah. but his training partner to touch him. Fine. Yeah, it's fine because he's like, I'm not into this anyway, and he's watching this. I don't think he really cared about him watching, but you know, a normal person might think, oh, he's watching me do this. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that would be hard for him to watch me get jerked off by another guy. They don't seem to think that that way in here at all, though. <laughs> because it's a manly sport yes, where yes. you are dominating another man. There's, There's nothing sexual about that. Nothing sexual at all. Nope. Except for the sex. Yeah, except all the sex that happens. It's nothing sexual. It's all about dominance <laughs> and power <laughs> and becoming the king. It reminds me of that picture of, um, oh, that that comic of like two guys confessing their feelings to each other. and guys, But it's not like I'm, I'm gay or anything. Oh, yeah, yeah. No homo. And then they get married, but it's not like I'm gay or anything. And then they get old and grow old together. Like, I'm not gay or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a TikTok about that. And the guy goes... 
my friend and I, whatever, uh, started playing chicken in high school. It's gay chicken. Gay chicken. <laughs> so we play until the other one gives up. It's been 17 years and we're married for 12. I think he's going to give up any day now. <laughs> yeah. So sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so the tournament ends, and then you just kind of get a brief wrap-up where it just shows you that pretty much all the first-round pairings got together, except for Hart, who already had his boyfriend from abroad. So, yeah, it so just kind of quickly wraps that Stacey's up. Stacy's so, favorite, Lolo, <laughs> yeah. does not end up attached, but Blank has fallen in love with him and mm-hmm. has decided that they are going to be together. Yeah. Whether Lola wants to or not. Yep, yep. He's like, him here. He's like, taking off his clothes. Like, stop stripping! <laughs> like, nope. <laughs> Blanc's gonna get what he wants. <laughs> Everybody lives happily ever after. But also getting ready for the next tournament in four years from now. As mentioned at the end of it that, oh, Hart's gonna have to train with Matthew some more because he's clearly, you know, not ready. Despite the fact that he made the finals, he's clearly not ready for this and he has to go train some more. So I assume that the second volume of this series will revolve around that training, the training and or tournament. I mean, you know, if there's a second volume, Sublime Manga is definitely going to pick it up. Oh yeah, especially with all the popularity and attention reaching the top on the the Kindle lists for those categories, that, such as the action-adventure that made some people may see and go, hmm, <laughs> interesting. It was very well so translated. I, it was very funny. I did the trans. The translator was Adrian Beck, uh, letterer Deborah Fisher, uh, graphic designer Alice Lewis, and editor Jennifer LeBlanc. But yeah, the I think the translation, although I would have like, I'm really picky, so I would have changed some lines. Yeah. Overall, really, really, really good and so funny. Yeah, I think the humor definitely was very well done in the translation. And I was. Like, was there anything that, that surprised you two about this? Like, did you expect something and then come in and go, wait, this is completely different to what I was thinking? I didn't really know what to expect from Dick Fight Island. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it was it was more romantic than I thought it would be. I thought it would just be, like, more graphic and funny, but not without actual some sweetness to it. But it did have that with some of the pairings that they had. I have to agree. It was a very actually wholesome, raunchy manga. Mm. Yeah, I was honestly surprised by how wholesome it was as well. Well, I think also what I what I assumed from the cover was that their dick armor was actually their dicks, and I thought this was going to be ridiculous. <laughs> Absolute bananas, I think, is what I would describe it. <laughs> ridiculous, ridiculous with all the bananas yes. on display. But but it, it actually wasn't, and it made it, it made sense in the world why they had this elaborate dick armor. <laughs> And when they took it off, they had the my preferred censorship of the very light, the very light, just little bars that are here and there <laughs> that let you still see most of what's happening. So yay, <laughs> light censorship. Yay. As much as Japan can get away with, instead of like the full mosaic or whatever. <laughs> I just looked it up on Amazon Japan, and there is a second volume. So I imagine Sublime are going to pick that up and release it. Like they can't not. Yeah, it's two volumes total, so. It's not an ongoing one. It's It'll be complete after the second one, it seems, unless they later decide to continue it. But yeah, I'd be interested when the second volume comes out to pick that up. Or... I'd be interested in OAV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, if they make a an anime of that. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know if a drama CD would work, because a lot of BLs get those before they get an anime. But with it's so much visuals, I don't know if that would work, unless you just have them really describing everything that's happening. 
Or just the groaning. I mean, yeah, BLCDs are full of groaning. I mean, that's what <laughs> that's what the guys probably half of their lines are. <laughs> as long as they were able to keep the humor in an OAV. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they could pull it off. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly change subject, but one other thing I was really surprised about was just how pretty the art was. Oh yeah, yeah. Like obviously, obviously the characters themselves were very attractive, but mm-hmm. there were some funny ex- like facial expressions and just the scene of the islands and the clothes and just everything was it was really really good or lack thereof clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> the well defined. Bodies. Uh huh. No, the, the backgrounds were well drawn. Mm-hmm. The the huts, the houses, it all made sense with the locations they lived in. Yeah, like there was some thought into this. Yeah, it definitely it had more more of the background. I mean, as I said, not too much background information that you get bogged down in. It. It's like okay, here's a page with this guy's what his clan is known for, and into the fight. It's like yeah, at least a little something to give you an idea is good to have <laughs> instead of just all about the dicks. So we have our, it's usually the eggplant rating for the sexiness, but I guess in this instance, it would probably be the dick armor rating. Yeah, egg, eggplants aren't enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're not elaborate enough. So yes, on the sexiness rating, it's definitely a five out of five dick armors because you definitely, oh, yeah. you see a lot and there's a lot of variety of stuff that goes on. And yeah, it's pretty hot. It's all consensual yes. and <laughs> it's all very... Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Very sexy. <laughs> Some <Yes>. good smut. <laughs> it's 18 plus. Definitely 18 plus. Yes. But it is consensual. Mm-hmm. It is not, there's no power dynamic. It's definitely five out of five. Yeah. And what do you think for the overall rating? Just generally, not relating to sexiness, but just the overall everything. What would you give it? Honestly, five out of five, so. Five out of five. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I guess I would, maybe I'll go 4.5 out of five. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, it's very enjoyable. I guess maybe a little shallow, but I'm <laughs> I wasn't expecting anything super <laughs> deep from this, but I understand why it's that way. I'm not saying I expected that, but... I mean, some of the characters go super deep. I, yeah, they do get deep. I mean, yes, it's meant to be you know, something, something silly and fun. And, you know, not necessarily have any... I'm not saying I want drama all the time, but, you know... But on the other hand, yeah. it's really hard to do a lot of character development with, yeah. with a one volume, possible two volume. Yeah. They have the romances kind of happen within the fights, but, you know, it's not like any of the couples get that well developed as a pair, except, with the exception of the two who are already... Hart and Matthew, yeah, we established that they were a couple, and then Pisao and Juno were also kind of a couple before, so the other ones, it's like, and we just kind of, we kind of threw some of these guys together just because. <laughs> really, they just chose Dave's season two favorites and threw them together. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think it's a major issue. I still really enjoyed it. I just, the relationships didn't seem that deep, <laughs> is all. <laughs> but yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I look forward to the second volume. Maybe I'll look for it in Japanese. I've already added it to my Amazon <laughs> wish list, <laughs> my, my basket. <laughs> So thanks for listening to this episode. If you'd like to listen to other episodes of our podcast or our sister podcast, you can go to AnnieBrosCreative.com. You can also find us tweeting at AnnieBrosCreative. And thanks for listening to us, and we will catch you again next time.